What is up, everyone? It is Wednesday night, 8.02. So you know that means another edition of the Buffalo Blitz on the built-in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. I am Dr. Z, and nicknamed Dr. Z, but my real name is Peter DiBiase. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Peter. I will follow you back on Twitter, no doubt. Make sure you guys follow Built in Buffalo on all social media platforms. That includes Twitter. That includes Instagram, Facebook live shows. Facebook content is crazy. Um, we passed 50K on Facebook a couple, about a month or two ago. So we're going to keep that climbing YouTube and Twitter to watch live shows and just keep up with the content as the season kicks off next Thursday, one day from being a week away from the season. So guys, the season's get gets going very soon and you don't want to miss anything from built in Buffalo or anything bills related. Also check out built in Buffalo news.com with basically almost daily articles on the bills and all that stuff. And they're great writers. I write for them and they do a great job. So check them out guys. The comment section is open. You guys can be asking anything you guys want, any comments, any topic related, any questions you have for me. And I know it's been a jam-packed week for the Bills, roster cuts, the matter rise situation. It's been a jam-packed week, and Built in Buffalo has done a great job covering it, and hopefully I do a great job tonight from 8 to 9. I am supposed to have Dan Kelly on, who's the host of Conflict of Interest on Tuesday nights with A. Rich. But at this moment, Dan Kelly is experiencing some technical difficulties with his internet, with his Wi-Fi. He texted me about five, about 7.55. He's experiencing some technical difficulties, so... We will not wait for him, but once he comes, we'll see what he's doing, and we'll break, we'll break down Dan Kelly. So Dan Kelly is our guest tonight, but right now he is not coming on at this moment because experiencing some technical difficulties. What's up, Brian? Epic B. Brian, guys. Um, Brian is host of or one of the hosts of Breaking Tables Monday and Thursday nights, so you guys don't want to miss that 8 p.m. Breaking Tables does some great things. It's exciting. It is fun. I don't use hair gel, Brian. I just got gray hair. No, I use a little bit of that pomade stuff. A little bit of pomade stuff goes right in the hair. I got pretty solid hair. I would say no hair gel. I appreciate it. Lance Nelson, host of the sit-down on Friday night. So you guys don't want to miss that with Anthony the Sauce God on Friday nights. So Lance, appreciate you coming out tonight. And Matt. From Witty Not Funny Sports Podcast, one of the Built Buffalo Network's many podcasts. So you guys don't want to miss that as well. And Matt will be on sometime in September. I forgot the exact date, but we'll definitely have Matt on the show. So without further ado, let's break down. We'll be breaking down some of the Buffalo Bills recent content. So like I said, comments are open. You guys can drop a like. You guys can do all that stuff. But but before we get started. Dan Kelly is here. How are you doing tonight, Dan Kelly? You missed my little intro, so you probably missed probably the worst part of the show. I missed the worst part of the show. I think I can get past that. Uh, having a little electrical problems. We got it all figured out. You see the lights. They're looking good. Peter's looking good. Look at that slick hair. You must have put a pound of grease in that. I like that. Oh, my God. You <laughs> definitely saw Brian's comment. You definitely saw. Uh... So how are we doing tonight, my man? It feels good, man. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, of course, adding to their practice squad today. I thought it was everybody that they released. Turns out a couple of names did uh, move on, but I, I have no ill feelings towards it. Uh, I don't think the Bills are going to sign anybody minus a punter because they do not have one on the roster. I don't think they're looking at other rosters trying to snipe guys, but I think people were definitely keeping an eye on the Buffalo Bills roster yesterday. 
100 percent. before we get into the punting situation let's go through a couple more comments let's go buffalo bills from joseph appreciate you tuning in my man appreciate benny's coming in all the way from la bills will be there next thursday and we'll definitely talk about that a little tonight um brian no we brian we're good oh, brian we, we got this brian if we need a table broken we'll give you a call too much too much brian not joking uh <laughs> Um, Dan- then, Daniel's always here. So, Daniel, thank you for coming appreciate out. Appreciate it. I think four cuts got bills got signed by other teams. Yeah, Kinsley Jonathan got signed. Nick McLeod got signed. I forgot. Luke the Tenuta two. to the Luke Saints. Tenuta. Yeah, and, so. Uh, there was one more, and I, I'm blanking on his name yeah, right I'm now. Blanking on the, the last person. But without further ado, so we're not going to go crazy on this, but Matt Ariza was cut by the bills, obviously, last week, and obviously had that gruesome allegations. Um, we're not going to really dive into that, but it's going to kind of segue in to what we're going to talk about that with the bills cutting Matariza, Dan, they recently, I don't know if you saw this cause you're technically they did sign Sam Martin. Okay. And just maybe seven fifty, seven forty five. The bills signed Sam Martin before I get your thoughts on that. So wow. with well, Sam Martin, what's the deal? Do we know, do we know the deal? I don't know. I got, we might have to go a little search through some, uh, Search through some Twitter, but I do not know the actual deal. But I know a lot of people were worried about like the holding situation. You know, like the Matt when Matarazzo was here, he's holding like the holding situation. So with Sam Martin holding, Broncos kicker Brandon McManus was thirty nine for forty one on field goals under fifty yards. That is a ninety five percent percentage, and one of those two misses was a blocked field goal, which is not. Obviously not Sam Martin's fault that the blockers didn't do a good job. So with that being said, I know we're not going to break down a punter like crazy, but the Bills might have gotten their, their punter for maybe, I don't know, for the foreseeable future, but definitely for this season. And obviously he was cut by the Broncos for because this contract. Like you don't want to pay punters a crazy fee. But come on, punters are people too. Pat McAfee made that made that a thing. You know, when Brian Mormon made his return to Buffalo, I was in attendance for that game. He downed it at the one yard line. It was a crazy atmosphere. Punting can get people hyped from time to time. I like it. I did not realize they signed Sam Martin. My, my power was out completely. So, you know, I guess I missed it, but I like it. Um, I was, I had my eye on Brett Kern, of course, of the Titans. And then it looked like Brett Kern's dad, uh, today spoke about how he likes Tennessee, but Tennessee cut him. So, like, what does that lead? It, it came out that, like, Tennessee was going to, like, you know what, we'll keep him around. Not, like, keep him around, but, like, keep him in the area. Just Keep him near? New, okay. If our new punter, I was like, Brett Kern, like, you, you got a family to feed. You, yeah, you, yeah, you want to play in that as well. I get it. It's uprooting. Maybe he doesn't really want to play anymore. Maybe that's basically him saying, I'm done. He's 36, 37. He might be yeah. like, I'm done. And if Titans need me halfway through the year, I'm here. So, like, it might be, like, that kind of thing where he doesn't want to uproot his family all the way to Buffalo, which I 100% understand. At so, that you have to the figure, the, bill, the Bills draft Ariza in the sixth round. I'm not going to mention his nickname because I don't think it's uh, appropriate uh, being with the allegations against him. Of course, no, no longer remember the Bills. A hell of a leg on that man, right? And that's yes. what we knew. That's what we knew coming into the season was, hey, you know, there's going to be a guy who can flip the field. And now you get that with Sam Martin. You're not mm-hmm. going from, like, somebody that was amazing to somebody bad here. You're going from somebody who was a rookie that had, you know, a good leg but was very raw to Sam Martin. Like, this is a 
This is a win for the Bills, but it's also a loss because all the stuff that happened with Ariza is getting bad publicity on the Bills. And and rightfully so in at least one way because they knew they knew something before the cut of Matt Hawk. Yeah. So that's where it gets iffy. People have asked mm-hmm. me my opinions on that. I honestly don't know. The the way that I lean, Peter, is yeah. that he told the team details of what happened, but he did not tell the team everything that happened. I believe that Matariza lied to the team and they found out the details, you know, through, through yes. the lawyers and through the other sources. And that's why he was released from and the then- team. And then once it became public knowledge of like actual details, actual details that the Bills oh. fully didn't know. I was reading up on it. I was reading up on it on, on Thursday night before mm-hmm. the Bills played on Friday. And yeah. I already knew it didn't look good. But even with Deshaun Watson, when his first case happened, my first thought was like, where's the facts? What's real? So I had to do the same with Ariza, but... It doesn't look good. I still am no. not going to say, "Hey, the man's guilty, the man's innocent." Mm-hmm. I'm not. No. I'm not leaning either way. 100%. But uh, shame on shame on San Diego State University yes. for trying to keep this hidden. That's where the blame yes. should be going. I know it's going to go on the Bills because they drafted the guy, and it was said and it's a the few Bills other teams. San Diego State, so like one's a NFL franchise, one's a college in California. Of course, a, a few other teams possibly knew something about yes. Ariza, but they didn't know exactly what. So it wasn't like that this was common knowledge among NFL teams. So it could have been the reason he fell in the draft, possibly. But, you know, the Bills are going to move on. Um, Sam Martin, welcome yeah. to the team. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him punt. I don't want him. I don't want to see him at all next no. Thursday. Let me just no. say that. <laughs> and it's also like with the Matt Ariza situation, it's not our maybe, I wouldn't say job, but not our – avenue of work to like not even give details but just give like perspective of like the criminal proceedings like that's just not our platform and you can have your opinion and all that stuff you can say what you want it's that's why social media social media of you course, have- but, but peter you know we're, we're both in the world of sports this isn't yeah. for, for you and i this isn't a hobby this is our career path for, for both Correct. you and i i know that for sure and these kind of things happen all the time. Oh, a thousand Imagine, yeah. imagine having to be on the air like we are right now when Kobe Bryant's helicopter uh, crashed yeah. and, and killed, I believe, 13 people, including himself and, and his daughter. Like, it happens. You know, th- there are stories in sports that are more important than the sports, okay? And, and this is one of them. A hundred percent. It's a shame that it puts our franchise in a bad light. But mm-hmm. if it gets this man off the streets, if he did what has been alleged against him, then good because a man like that should not be should not be free if if those were the actions yeah. that he did. And make. obviously, the key word is alleged. We're not gonna we're just and you gotta let the obviously it's a civil case, so it's not a criminal case. But let the civil as case, of now it's a civil as of case. now correct yeah. yes. And obviously, you'll find out details as longer. But obviously, the bill has moved on rightfully. So so with that out beans and. Without that being said, we're going to kind of change gear. So, yes, Luke Tenuta actually did sign with the Colts, not oh, the Oh, Tenuta went to Indy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and built in Buffalo's coming in. Need to see what roster move they would make to get him on the 53. Most people are saying this doesn't mean it's going to happen. Is Marquez Stevenson going on that short-term IR? Okay. So, he w- he was signed today. Is what you're, Sam Martin was signed today. Sam Martin was signed. Peter Schrager reported it maybe – we, Bill and Buffalo tweeted it out. Bills have signed 
punter Matt uh, punter not Matt Ryan, punter Sam Martin thirty one minutes ago. Okay, so the Bills so, are currently up to fifty four players. So Marcus Stevenson roster. would go to the IR, would make it fifty three. Okay, it's actually they're, smart they're, doing that instead of cutting him outright. There's some other moves. You still have Tommy Sweeney. There's still some offensive line. Some, and then obviously you gotta you gotta figure what's gonna happen with Tre'Davious White. What's gonna happen with Ike Bucker? Those are two yeah. guys you also need to bring back at some point during the season. Who gets released then? Is it somebody in their position group? It's gonna be a hard a hard job for the coaches um, for for those decisions. And two people in the comments are coming in, Curtis, and let me give Joseph their dues, one-year deal. So appreciate you guys helping us out there, one-year deal, for, which makes sense, which thousand percent makes sense. A one. Year I deal. like this comment from Izzy, the first punter this year not named Matt. We don't have to trip over that anymore. It's it's Sam yeah. Martin. We don't I mean, have to trip yeah. over the first names anymore. A thousand, thousand percent. Um, and Joseph, I agree. We should stick by our team no matter what. And I bet if they knew this before they drafted him, I bet they would have passed on him in the draft. Yeah, look, we're going to stick Joseph, by our team. Joseph, we, we agree ab about sticking by our team. Yes. But th this was out in the public knowledge, this allegation against Matariza one year ago. Now, it got swept under the rug super quickly. But I saw a tweet of it being released a year ago. So that tells me that... If I can find Somebody it, if I can find it, me, a guy who's living in his cousin's basement on a computer just typing away, then a National Football League team should have found it as well. thousand percent. And with that being said, we're not going to go crazy on the details. With it, the it, it is what it is. You know, we it were all excited. We were all excited oh, to see him play. It was, the most, it was the most hype for a guy since, honestly, since I saw Pat McAfee play. But... It is what it is, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the quote right now, Peter. The, the quote that I was thinking about when when all this happened, mm -hmm. it could be the biggest waste of talent at the punter position in the NFL that's ever happened. Probably, if this all is true and he never it, plays again, it yes. could possibly be the biggest waste of talent ever. And that it sucks, but it's you know, sad. It it is what it is at this. The point. whole situation is sad. That's probably the best way to end it. How you doing, Kate? Appreciate you coming in. Um. Dan, you must have switched them. Tanner yeah, Owens. Tanner Owens. Owen. So That's you you were you you were 50-50. You almost yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, There's 31 teams. You can't call it 50-50. <laughs> Lone Wolf, we're done with the rise of talk. You won't yep. have to hear us. Yep, mention. We're done. We're done. I, I didn't get but, to speak about it yesterday because of course yes. it was cut day. Myself and Peter just wanted to, yes. to have our chance because obviously the news came out late last week. I know Peter didn't get a chance to talk about it Wednesday. No. I didn't get a chance to talk about it Tuesday. Uh, this was the first time you heard us talk about it, and you will yeah. not hear it again. Yes, and yeah, like you said, I, my, sh my show's on Wednesday nights, and this came out Thursday, so I this is the first time I've been on the air with Built and Buffalo in order to talk about it. Um, with that being said, we're going to go to some – we're going to start with the tight ends a little bit first, and then we'll go through down some of the cuts. We got, we got Dave out here in the comments. Oh, Dave, I didn't even see thank that. you for dropping in. We appreciate seeing you, of course, the founder of Built and Buffalo. Thank you for coming out. And he is the reason we're talking right now. If it wasn't for Dave, Dan and I would be talking to ourselves. So appreciate it, Dave. Appreciate everything you do. Appreciate the thumbnails, everything you do. Even when he was sick this past week, he does everything. He does great stuff. Um, so Quentin Morris over OJ Howard is all right. All right. Give me, give me, give me one second on this. Topic let me, of discussion. Let me, let me fix this. Let me fix this. <laughs> 
Oh, so if you, if you missed it last night on the oh conflict of interest, did you notice that? I, I did discuss this uh, yesterday, so I, I want to bring it up again for the people who missed it. Quentin Morse was on the Bills roster last year, and on his locker, they spelled his name incorrectly, the same way you did, uh, Peter, with, with an O. And he yes. had to walk into work every day, put his clothes and his equipment into a locker that had his name spelled wrong for a full year. And now this year he walks in, they fixed it. It's Q-U-I-N-T-I-N for Quentin Morris. Sorry, Peter. No worries. And I've just been so used to spelling it like that. Right? Yeah, no, no. I mean, you kind of have to blame the parents at this point for the I way that so names much. are spelled. Because Peter could be spelled P-E-T-Q-Z-L-F-R-E-G-R. And it could be pronounced Peter. So, so Dan, I'm going to start with you. And then we'll obviously come back to me and we'll give our we'll talk about Quentin Morris over O.J. Howard. Obviously, Dawson Knox was the tight end one. We all knew that coming into camp. We all knew that, obviously, uh, yesterday, coming into yesterday. But O.J. Howard, you woke. I woke up to it because I didn't have class until a little later. So I woke up to the O.J. Howard being cut because that was one of the first cuts, one, in the NFL on that day, and two, that the Bills made. And it grabs a lot of headlines because O.J. Howard is not your no, – no offense to the 77th guy on the roster because he's a super talented kid. But O.J. Howard's a household – somewhat of a household name that maybe the common fan knows. So O.J. Howard draws attention. He was the tight end cut. That being said, Dawson Knox, Tommy Sweeney, and Quentin Morris are the three tight ends. So Quentin Morris – and probably I could have added Tommy Sweeney in this yeah. graphic as well. But Quentin Morris and Tommy Sweeney over O.J. Howard, what are your initial – thoughts on that Dan I called it I, I cut OJ Howard in my in my 53 last week so my my thing with Howard was I was excited when, when he first signed with the team because I thought you know it was gonna be it's, it was gonna be nice with two tight end sets the Bills didn't really get to do that yes, um, last year you. so I think that's what they really wanted to do was focus on the <laughs> run and focus on you know two tight end packages and he, he disappointed ever since mini camp before training camp started, he was already not doing well. When I saw him playing in the third and fourth quarter of that game against Denver, I thought there was a chance that he wasn't going to make the team. I made it my prediction just because it, it just felt right. I don't think, and if he did have guaranteed money, it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And his guaranteed money was not better than the players around him. Quentin Morris was playing well. He was showing the coaches what he could do in, in training camp. I heard his name a lot. Tommy Sweeney, I'm with the rest of everybody. I don't know why he's still here. <laughs> I think I think the guys I, – I'll give you a reason. I'll give you a reason why he's, still, why he's still here. Wyatt Teller. Sean McDermott always talks about Wyatt Teller and how he didn't give him enough time to develop and, and obviously traded him away to the Cleveland Browns. He becomes an all-pro offensive lineman. I think that that could be the reason that they're still sticking with Tommy Sweeney is that, hey, we drafted him. We want to see him develop. It's not always the case. It's not always the case. I'm okay with Quentin Morris over O.J. Howard. I didn't wake up to it. I had to find it while I was throwing tires around a warehouse, but <laughs> it would have been good news to wake up to, I think. Izzy, I see your super chat. Get well, Dave. The man is a damn dog. Love, Dave. We all, if we could emphasize that message a thousand times. But Dave, you just made us rich tonight. I appreciate, uh, not Dave, Izzy, you made us rich tonight. I appreciate the $2. Guys, if you want your chats coming up right away or make them nice and colorful, Super Chat is the way to go. So thank you for the $2, Izzy. I appreciate it, man. Um, it just goes back to him anyway. It goes right back into Izzy's pocket. He pays it, and then it goes back to Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we'll be seeing that $2 anytime soon. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing 
I take away from the OJ Howard. I see all the comments, guys. We'll get to the comments in a second. I appreciate everyone commenting and liking. It means a ton. Um, hey, we got to give a give oh, a Lance super Lance, chat here. Lance, you're making us rich, my man. Stevenson <laughs> has been put on IR. We mentioned that earlier, but yes, I appreciate it, Lance. Well, we didn't Stevenson, mention it. We weren't we weren't 100 respectful. Sure, yes, yes, we respect. I saw a couple tweets, but not like a national reporter tweeted. Just like. But, Lance, yeah. has it been reported nationally? Are, are we like or nationally verified you know. on this? Um, but yes, we all thought a lot of people thought that signing Sam Martin obviously gets you to 54. You got to yep. get to 53. And Stevenson yep. are putting someone on the short term IR makes logical sense in the short term for the Buffalo Bills. But the biggest thing with the OJ Howard thing is I talked about this maybe four months ago, five months ago, whenever it was when we signed him. Like you said, Dan, having the two tight end set that we haven't seen in a while for the Buffalo Bills or really with Josh Allen, I was stoked for. I was so stoked for it because I thought, one, it gave the Bills just another dynamic on offense with the amount of talent they already have. It just makes their offense so much harder to stop. And two, it makes the red zone offense much better. It gives them another red zone target. It just made the Bills much better. But, and it was a guy who didn't develop in Tampa Bay. And with the coaching staff yes. of the Buffalo Bills, you would think, hey, you know, they're going to get the most out of this guy. Kate says Matt Perino, Matty oh, Glad. You're good. And the Buffalo Bills all retweeted it. So it is official. Marquez Stevenson on IR. Sam Martin, a part of the roster. Down to 53 once again. So, yes. Perfect. So that all is sorted out for the Buffalo Bills. But yeah, like OJ Howard, as camp kind of went on, like OTAs, training camp, all that stuff, as it went on, we kind of saw the decline of OJ Howard. A lot of less production. People stopped talking about it, and then it just kind of dialed down. And the biggest indicator was the final preseason game when he was the third tight end to come on the field. Like that, in a fourth quarter, OJ Howard is playing in a third preseason game. If you are playing in the fourth quarter of a preseason game in the third final preseason game. One, you're not making the roster. No offense to anybody that does that, but you're probably not making the roster. Or two, you're in a roster battle. You're yeah. you're battling with another guy. So OJ Howard was in a roster battle, or he was just not making the roster. But he was in a we'll say he was in the come from Slack. We'll say he was in a roster battle. That's not a good thing. OJ Howard should never have been in a roster battle. The roster battle should have been Quentin Morris versus Tommy Sweeney. Exactly. And I think that battle. I think that's what it was. And that's and what everybody was, expected. Yes. But OJ Howard he dropped the ball. I mean, he didn't drop the ball figuratively. I don't think he fumbled, but he also didn't catch the ball a whole ton no. either. He had that one touchdown against Denver, and I and I think the reason he played against Denver so much was they were looking to trade him, and uh, it didn't work. Joe Biscali of uh, WKBW News out here in Buffalo reported that that the Bills were were looking to trade OJ Howard, and it didn't happen. And and why didn't it happen? Probably because a He's not young anymore. He's 28 years old. He's been in the league for, you know, four or five good seasons yeah. now. They they know what they're getting. And two, they saw what he was doing. Why would you want that? Why why would you trade for that, right? And, hey, maybe you can give him a tryout if you're desperate at tight end, but you're not going to give up an asset for a guy who's not performing on a team that's supposed to be one of the highest, you know, performing teams in the NFL. Holy, Holy super chat shoot. from Dominic Williams. What Bills Mafia, he says, and then drops the $9.99 on us. We're, we're a subscription now, Peter. What is that, $14 tonight so far? Dominique? I'm I'm retiring. I'm retiring you're, you're tonight, You're welcome man. back. 
anytime. You're welcome. Give, back. give, a, give us a, give us a picture for your beautiful face next time, Dominic. We yeah, just don't give need us that. A, you know what? If I know you didn't add a comment to it, add a comment now. It'll come right yeah, up. Yeah, give, give, us a comment. give us a question. We'll, we'll get to it right we'll away. We'll get to it right away, 100%. But I appreciate it. Izzy, he taught you now, Joe. <laughs> um, thirty. Oh, is uh thirteen ninety nine. I don't want to hear it, Izzy. I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah. And I wrote an article for the for Built in Buffalo News last week about the tight end situation behind Dawson Knox. And I was like, OJ Howard. I kind of went safe on it. I really I went safe because I was like, look, OJ Howard hasn't been great, but maybe the Bills just are like, you know what? Maybe we'll give this guy some time adjusting to the system. We paid him a couple mil. We'll. And they didn't do that. But I and then they went and they kept Tommy Sweeney, which I know people are. People are heated. People are heated over Tommy Sweeney. I, I've been, I've been on Twitter and and keeping up with all this. People are Black, not Black like Panther it. says the same thing. How does Sweeney make the team? I I think it's just the fact that uh, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott love their draft picks, and they will do everything they can to see them succeed. Uh, is this Sweeney's last chance? Maybe. There's, of course, Daniel with, with the comment. Sweeney's here because he was better than O.J. Howard. Bean loves his draft picks. But being better than O.J. Howard doesn't make you make the team. Like, why do they need three tight ends? One of them's bound to be inactive most weeks of the season. You know what I would love to see next Thursday? Quentin Morris active. That would be that would be something. Or do the Bills like Tommy Sweeney's block? Who's second? Who's second? Is it Morris or is it Sweeney? I, I have yet to see the depth chart if they if they really the Bills put on I'm on I'm on like Bill's webpage and they have their depth chart. Like I Google, you know, Buffalo Bills depth chart. You go and uh, you search it up. Izzy, oh I will always get the lights on because the real Dan Kelly does not disappoint. Okay. I may have been late, but I was fashionably late. <laughs> Izzy, it's okay. It's okay. You popped into my show last night uninvited. So <laughs> oh man. $16, guys. I appreciate everyone that is uh, dropping the super chats. And once again, appreciate it. But if you go to the buffalobills.com, their depth chart on their website, I don't yeah. know if that's official, but whatever their website on their depth chart is, is Dawson Knox, tight end one, Tommy Sweeney, tight end two, and then Quentin Morris. I don't like it. I don't like it. That might not be what it actually is. We have no idea, but that's just being, what I Being that it's on the Buffalo Bills website, might I, don't be. Like I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's never – uh, a good thing, but Dominique is cook number and appreciate Dominique the 999. Appreciate man, thank you so much for that. Is cook number two or three on the depth chart? According to their website, cook is third on the depth chart. Yeah, I think that chart is wrong, but <laughs> I would also say that is less important than Quentin Morris being behind Tommy Sweeney. I, I don't Pro- think that. Cook that has that list and throw it in the garbage. Cook yes, but I, I don't think James Cook being the third running back on the depth chart has anything to do with his playing on Thursday or through the season. Cause I think each running back has a certain role for the season. I think that's really how the bills are going to do it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not, I would worry if you don't see James cook for the first four games, then I would worry. But if Quentin, if James cook is doing what we think he's going to do week one, week two, week three, then the depth chart can go in the trash. Cause it doesn't really matter in, in that, in that essence. Um, but yeah, the Quinn Morris over OJ Howard is kind of crazy. It's just OJ Howard not working out. And is kind of my biggest takeaway is disappointing. I'm disappointed that it didn't. Yeah, happen. no, it, ma- it makes oh. sense because it was supposed it was supposed to be. It's hey, great. you know, we have this attack at tight end that we haven't had in in so long, mm-hmm. and it just it didn't happen. Or that, it or that double attack, like that two tight end set that we both mentioned, that 
like we said, we haven't had what, it. What run. was it? Who who was the backup when Clay was in town? I was going to say I, Lee Smith, but was it not Lee Smith? It may have been Lee Smith. Lee Smith was a hell of a good blocking tight end. I'll, yeah. I'll give him that. But we but, stopped uh, the blocking like, tight end. Scott Chandler and Lee Smith played together too, I believe. We yeah. we just haven't had that explosive, you know, combination. And that's what you got with O.J. Howard. It was supposed to be, you know, this speedy guy. But Maybe Quentin Morris is that. That's Maybe. what Quentin Morris does that Tommy Sweeney doesn't. Like Quentin Morris is more explosive, but he's obviously more raw. If he can learn, if he can be a consistent blocker, maybe he has been a, a legit consistent blocker in the Bills' eyes. Then I would see, you might see some Quentin Morris. Morris. What's up, T? I appreciate you coming in podcast every Thursday, or live show every Thursday afternoon. So, yeah. Lone Wolf's coming in. Honestly, didn't think Bean would take that dead cap hit with Howard, but he didn't do much of anything. Yeah, Howard Lone didn't do much of anything. Lone Wolf is banned from the channel. I don't know how he still come, keeps coming in here. Me and him have a rivalry that really? it's just gone on forever. But good to see you, Lone Wolf. Thanks for coming out. But the dead cap wasn't anything uh, to lose your mind. It's not what the Raiders are paying Alex Weatherwood to. What was it? Leave. Like $2 million, $3 million? Two, I think it's around that. But like Alex Weatherwood's like seven and eight, seven to $8 million. So it, it's, it was not that dead cap. He was already picked up by the Bears. I, yes, that's true. Bill Mafia prods. I saw this earlier, man. I'm sorry I forgot to get to your comment. But Quentin Morris is a more explosive receiver than Howard. He was good at Bowling Green. Yeah, like we said, Quentin Morris might be, have that explosiveness that O.J. Howard was lacking. And then... But O.J. Yeah. Howard had it, too. And, and that's why he was signed to the Bills. Because yes. at one point, he was the guy. He was the, he was the explosive, athletic, speedy guy. And guess what? He went through some some knee injury problems, some some issues on the field. Not to mention the Buccaneers signed Rob Gronkowski when he was the starting tight end. That could have spurred his development. It could have been a lot of things. Yes. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't coming. You mentioned the Achilles injury too. I must have missed. I mentioned the knee, the Achilles, yeah, as well. So some lower extremity injuries on a tight end is never good. No. Especially if you're known for your athleticism, it can it can take a toll on you. There, there yep. it is. Bill's Mafia Prods says, oh. Um, oh, we're both trying to pull it up. I'll let you grab it. No <laughs> Howard worries. lost his burst after he yes. tore his Achilles. Maybe, and Black Panther coming in. But did Sweeney do so special? Oh, what did, I'm assuming what did Sweeney do so special? We don't know. Got, That's the mystery. He got drafted by the team. And he's been here. He's been under the system. And he's been a very good blocker. If we're going to give him something, he's been a solid blocker. So if the Bills want to go safe with that. And maybe they don't want to run two tight ends. I have no idea. We'll find out Thursday. We'll see what happens. It's yeah. all wait and see. We're I don't still... like waiting. I'm very no. impatient. But next Wednesday, obviously, I'll be pre- previewing Thursday Night Football for the Bills. And then the following Wednesday, I get to talk about actual in-game for the first time on Built and Buffalo. So that's what I'm stoked about. Um, we're going to keep going down. I appreciate everyone that has dropped a super chat. appreciate everyone with the comment section. You guys are keeping my eyes busy. I'm going back and forth and trying to keep a conversation. But, Dan, I'm going to start with you, my man. Biggest takeaway from the 53-man roster? The Bills believe in Jamison Crowder more than the the fans do, I think. Because I think the fans, and when I say fans, I mean I mean people who, who watch the game, you know, every week and stuff like that, but don't have an in-depth you know, kind of feel for, for the game or, you know, all the football IQ that, you know, some people have. Anyway, I think Jamison Crowder made the team because of his ability on third down. He's a slot guy. Everybody wants to see McKenzie. Everybody wants to see Shakir. 
You know what I mean? It's all yeah. about the these young, speedy, fast guys. But Jamison Crowder, I had him on my bubble, Peter. I don't know about you, but I think the Bills kind of had him as a lock. And maybe that's because of his guaranteed money. Maybe it's not. And then the fact that uh, Isaiah Hodgins missed out. And that tells me they like Jake Kumaro more. And I got into an argument with Akeem last night over Isaiah Hodgins' receiving ability being better than Kumaro's special teams ability. Or is it that Kumaro's so good on special teams that Isaiah Hodgins will never reach that as a wide receiver? Yeah, like the Kumaro thing and Hodgins thing is interesting in the sense that well, and they got Hodges back on the practice squad. So it all worked I was, out. I was surprised to see that. Out. But, it hey, that, that can change at any point. Yes, that's true. And I'm assuming he'll be one of the guys they protect. But, obviously, that has its ups and downs and all that. We're not going to go into the practice squad protection details. How many, how many can they protect? Do you know? Is four it per, it's four per week. That's what I remember last year. I could be. Four per So can it be the same person every week? I don't know. I know there's, like, some caveat. Okay, like, okay. I got so you. maybe somebody in the comments wanted to do a quick Google search for us, but gotcha. I don't know off the top of the head. But yeah, the Jake Kumro, they must value special teams a little more than another weapon that maybe they thought, look, is Isaiah how much is Isaiah Hodgins gonna contribute on at the actual receiving core behind Diggs, Davis, McKenzie, Shakir, Crowder? Maybe they didn't think he was gonna kind of get enough touches for him to warrant a roster. It's spot, possible, but which to is me, a, it's a fair, play, it's a fair argument. Play outside. He can play yes. outside the numbers, yes. and I don't think Kumaro can do that very well. No. And that and that's my gripe with it is like, I don't know. I don't know. If there was one change I could make, it would probably be that. Put Hodgins yes. on the roster and Kumaro. Just just let Kumaro go to Green Bay, okay? Aaron Rodgers wants him anyway. They don't have talent at the wide receiver no. position. So uh, trade him. Like, call Green Bay, say you want to pick. Yeah. Daniel, I agree with you. I just said it basically. Kumu will probably see more snaps on special teams than Hodgins would at wide receiver six on offense. That's probably you can, exactly. You can never predict an injury. True. And, and, if, that- and, if, and if I can have somebody ready, and maybe, hey, maybe if you can keep Hodgins protected every week on the practice squad until you need him, that works, works for out. me. And it all works, it works out. for me. Yeah. One of the biggest things I took away from the 53 man roster, I think this wasn't, it wasn't like someone, it was someone making the roster, but it wasn't like someone not making the roster. It was okay. just, I don't think this player has been talked about a ton. It, I think it was talked about a good amount over the summer, but then it kind of died down. Balin Spector making the roster as the seventh round pick on the Buffalo Bills. Look, that might See, be. A- I, I wasn't surprised by it after his second game because the first game he led the team in tackles, and then the second game he led the team in tackles again. So at that point, I was just like, okay, he's yeah. going to make, he's gonna make yeah. the team. I just think it wasn't talked about enough being him a seventh round pick. Because it's a seventh round pick. Like Luke Tenuta didn't make the roster. He's a sixth round pick. He went to Indy. Obviously, Benford made the roster. Obviously. Um, but Balen Spectre being one of the linebackers, one of the linebackers behind Milwaukee. Like if you go to the Bills depth chart right now, right? And you look at uh their three linebacker categories in their depth chart, right? You have Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, and then the whip linebacker Tyrell Dodson. And then Terrell Bernard is listed as backup middle linebacker to Tremaine Edmonds. Andre Smith is listed to the back of linebacker in Mamelano, but we know he's suspended for the six games. Let's talk about that. that. If Andre Smith isn't suspended, does Baylor Inspector make the team over Andre Smith? That's the caveat. That's maybe why it's a little not surprising, but and then Baylor Inspector would right now honestly be the backup linebacker to Mamelano. Maybe it's Terrell Bernard, but I'm just going off what the depth chart is. It's probably Terrell Bernard probably comes in before Baylor Inspector, but Baylor Inspector showed out one he could be a legit special teams contributor. He was very good in the preseason, and he did that at Clemson. So, obviously, the Bills 
caveat that with Jake Kumaro, like that tells you exactly. The Buffalo Bills love special teams yes. players. Taiwan Jones, Tyler Matikavich, Jake Kumaro. That's, and that's and all. And, and Andre Jones. And Andre Smith. Smith. Like, they, 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 have, but Andre they have a core group on special teams. I can't I can't think of a single team who has a core group like that. I can think of, of teams who have a gunner, you know what I mean, a, a guy that can make tackles on special teams, but not four or five players that just play special teams for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's and Baylor Inspector. I'm excited to see what a seventh round pick from Clemson can do, and I, I think it's it's kind of cool. Lance coming in. Biggest takeaway is that Cam Lewis gets a spot with Trey White out. Cam can back up guys with special teams, any cornerback spot, and either safety spot. So Cam Lewis was in a battle of Nick McLeod, and Nick McLeod was valued around the league because he got picked up right away. Like there was no if and or buts, and could, good for him to make get picked up with the team. Wish him best of luck. Obviously, they, the Bills wish they could have kept him. But I think yeah. the Bills knew once they cut Nick McLeod, they weren't going to keep him. He was picked up by Cincinnati last year for a little while. So some teams do value him on an actual 53-man roster. But Cam Willis, like you said, can, or like Lance said, can play safety, can play corner, can play inside corner because Taron Johnson is a very physical corner. He has been banged up in the past. If obviously he has a minor injury or a serious injury, he is Cam Willis is someone that can come in and contribute right away, which is awesome if you're the Buffalo Bills. He can play so many positions, and we know the Bills love versatility at different positions. They love that. Ryan Bates is the perfect example of that. Even David Questenberry, who can play basically every single offensive line position minus center. So the Bills do love that. Cam Willis making this roster is awesome. Christian Benford, we knew was going to make the roster, but he was a sixth-round pick from Villanova. That is awesome. And Benford, Cam Lewis, Dane Jackson, and Kyrie Lam, first four games – those four guys, and it could be longer, but obviously right now it's just the first four games with Trey White being on the pup. They have a tall task, especially week one. That's so. one of the takeaways we haven't talked about. Yes. I, yes. I talked about it last night, and I'll bring it up to you, Peter. Um, I'm upset that Tredavious White's on pup. I am. Uh, if he needs it, I understand. I selfishly wanted to see him play. I selfishly want to see Tredavious White. It's been since November, right? Uh, he got injured, yeah. what, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. So, how do the Bills match up with the Rams without Trey White? That is um, that's like the question I was going to pose. But obviously, we can talk about more than just no, the Rams. no, no. I can I can get into your question here. Um, I I think it's a lot. This is a question that that can't be answered with words to to me. It has to be answered with play. And I don't know what you do because Cooper Cup. If Cooper Cup moves all around the field and isn't in the slot, isn't being covered by Teron Johnson, I don't really like it. I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not going to be a huge fan of that. They also picked up Allen Robinson in the offseason, a big, tall guy. So you're going to have to shade a safety over there to maybe you know give some help. I'm hoping Elam, Benford are ready for the task. And Dane Jackson because, as well. Of course, Dane, Dane Jackson not the rookie in this scenario. True, true. I know Kyrie yeah. Elam hates the term rookie. However, he is a rookie. So Tre'Davious White missed the first four games. It's not the end of the world. The problem is, Peter, is the wide receiver rooms that they play without him are quite strong. You have Miami, you have the Los Angeles Rams, Baltimore, which isn't the strongest. But if you can't cover the wide receivers, Lamar's just going to be, you know, yeah. Lamar's going to be. Tennessee out. week two, they're. Tennessee's iffy. iffy. If iffy at wide receiver because AJ Brown's not there anymore. It's the it's the Rams. It's the Rams and then Tyreek Hill and Jerry I White. understand. I understand that Tre'Davious White isn't healthy yet. I just selfishly want him to be. I'm not saying play him, even though he's injured. I'm not that kind of guy. I just want to see him play. 
I don't know. I don't know, Peter. It's a tough question because the Bills are going to have a tough game. Let me pose a question to you. Yeah. What's if up? the Bills lose to the Los Angeles Rams next Thursday, because this is the hardest game you could have you could have given to the Buffalo Bills, the defending Super Bowl champion. Is the sky falling for you, or is the sky falling for Bills Mafia? Sky's falling for Bills Mafia. Sky's not falling for me because one, you're host, you're playing against the Rams, who just won the Super Bowl, so they're at the top, right? You, mm-hmm. Until you get to, you can't be at the top until you beat the top. You're in LA. They're yep. getting their rings. They're doing the Super Bowl banner. You're missing Trey White, which is not a, NFL injuries happen. It's not the sky's not falling. If the Bills lose thirty-five to ten, the sky's falling. If the Bill, Bills lose 24-21 or something like that, and the Rams kick a field goal at the end, and you're heartbroken, but. The Bills maybe should have won or could have won. You know what I mean? Like, if the Bills don't get absolutely dominated. It's always going to be talked about, though. You know that. Like, Oh, that's, that's we lost to Pittsburgh like. last year. That's why I don't like having Tredavious White. Because what happens is if the if the Bills lose, and God forbid, I never want to see the Bills lose, but it does happen. If the Bills lose, the first thing somebody's going to bring up, oh, is if Tredavious White played, this could have been different. Yeah. It, and if, you know, the Rams had whoever playing, it could have been different for them, too. So I don't like that argument. I wish yeah. everybody was healthy. I wish yeah. everybody was healthy in the NFL all the time because and then what? because then the best team would be the best team, Peter. It wouldn't be about when you hit a certain team in your schedule, yeah. right? But that's the beauty of the NFL, and that's why it's so hard the to win. The beauty of it? No, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I want to be able to the, see who's the that's best. That's maybe the mystery of the NFL. Is that the better? double-edged the sword of the NFL. Let's go yeah. with that. And look, Ryan says we're going undefeated. Ryan's been saying we're going way. undefeated since 2001. Um, I don't think we've gone undefeated since 2001. So. That is true. Um, but the thing with the Bills, and no, that's not the goal. Excuse me. The thing with the Rams, Matthew Stafford's coming off that tendonitis thing. He has a tendonitis. So we'll see how Matthew Stafford looks week one. Jalen Ramsey's coming off a shoulder injury. I do turn injury. the injury slider off in Madden. Yes. Madden, no, yeah, nobody wants a Madden injury. Like nobody wants to deal with that. And the Rams, it's a big night for them. They're getting their banner. They're getting their rings. The Bills they already, get nothing. They, they already, they already have their rings. Von, but you know what I mean. Von they get, you know, like, they, you know what I mean. They get it's like. It's gonna everything. be, it's gonna be weird for Vaughn. I will say that it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna man. be hard. And I hope, I hope that passion in his heart is pumping his veins full of muscle so he can just take that offensive line to school. And get to Matt Stafford the way he probably got to him in practice. So that that's what I want to see. And and it's it's the Rams. It's like I said, the hardest matchup you could have given the Buffalo Bills to start the NFL season. I don't know the last time the Bills started a season. Honestly, it it hasn't happened in our lifetime, Peter. No, that's for sure. No, I'm used to playing like the Jets or someone of that type of the division. Miami. The Jets, the Dolphins, the. It's usually not the Patriots, but Jets and Dolphins. Not. But yeah, look, the Bills are gonna get tested right away. The Rams are gonna get tested right away. Exactly. And, and that's good, and that's good for the NFL. The NFL oh, it's great. is it's a, a business about making money. Oh they want to get the viewership. The viewership's gonna be off the charts for this game. I know I'm gonna be watching. Peter, you're gonna be watching, everybody's gonna be screaming at the television. I'm glad I don't have a show on Friday, like breaking tables, because that next day I'm going to be hoarse, Peter. I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to be able to speak. So I'm glad I get some recuperation time 
after the Bills play. Bills Mafia coming in. Dane didn't allow a touchdown last year, and Elon was a shutdown corner at Florida. Yeah, college is a little different. Dane was very good last year without Trey White. And look, uh, I don't want to hear it. I'm I'm a Dane detractor, Peter, because you don't like Dane. He, he I'm not a I'm not a I don't like Dane guy. Okay, but I am. He needs to be tested more. The receivers that he played after Tredavious White went down last season were were number one wide receivers on their respective teams, but not number one wide receivers in the NFL. We played the Buccaneers during Tredavious White's injury. You know what happened? We got absolutely smoked. Not in terms of the score, because the Bills make that comeback in the second half. That's the game when everything starts turning around, but they give up a lot of receiving yards in that game. After that, you play the Falcons without I don't know if Ridley was playing at this point but even if he was no, Ridley he wasn't. He wasn't. okay exactly New York Jets no clear number one there New England Patriots no clear number one there he needs to Panthers. be tested who do the, I mean DJ Moore's really DJ good Moore, no I'm not saying I'm not but, disputing your argument but he's also not he an NFL like top wide receiver that's what you're it's getting not Cooper Cup or Tyreek Exactly. And, and I don't think. I don't know if I would put him top maybe maybe top twenty, but I would I do put like him DJ anything. Moore. I, I would say top fifteen tops. I like DJ Moore, but I get top 15? I get what you're saying. hundred percent. There's an argument. There's, there's a lot of good wide receivers. And a not so good wide receiver was traded today, Peter. Jalen Rager over to the Minnesota Vikings. The people who compare him to Justin Jefferson, um, have fun because now he's on a team with Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah. Uh Brian says, but we're going undefeated. Boom, jump on that wagon. The offense is better than last year. I completely agree. I was going to go to this. I can't say that. I can't say the offense is better than last year. What what has changed? Jamison Crowder, James Cook. I can't. I can't tell you. I can't I tell you what those guys are going to do true. in terms true. of stats, in terms of victories. I can't say the offense is better. Would yet. you? If you had to predict right now, Dan, like if I'm you go go to your crystal ball, would you say the Bills would have a better statistically offensive season by the end of this year or what they did last year? Let me go to my crystal ball. Give me one second. Let me go to your crystal ball. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Well, Peter, you see, I don't think they're gonna be better, man. And the reason I say that is because Ken Dorsey is not Brian Dable. And I think the offense is going to have a learning curve. Crystal ball gone. A learning curve uh, to be had. James Cook is going to add a different element to the offense. And I like that a lot. But I don't know. Like, statistically, they were a top five offense last year. Can you no, tell you, me? they were great. Can you tell me they're going to be top three, top two? Like, I'm fine if they finish the same or even a little worse, I really don't care about where you finish in terms of top offense, top defense. I'll give you a stat that I've never forgotten. Peter I believe it was, it was either 2010 or 2011. I may have the season wrong. The, the San Diego chargers at the time had the number oh, one know. offense and the number one defense and they missed the playoffs. Yes. I'm right. I know that's that. Yep. It's all yeah. you need to know. It's all you need no. to know. I don't care. I, I care about the victories in the I, postseason. I agree. I agree. Um, the Bears offense doesn't scare me. I wouldn't say that hurt Stafford. Yes. Stafford is hurt. I think Cameron Akers is a better than an above running back. They did lose two key offensive linemen. So the and Ram and, and that is something that the bills upgraded this off season. They upgraded the interior of the defensive line. They also upgraded the edge with Von Miller. You have another 
year under the belt for Boogie Basham and Greg Rousseau. Like we brought in Declan Jones, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle. So the Bills' defensive line should be better, which should help the secondary. The defensive line and getting pressure on the quarterback should help the secondary. And also having Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, two all-pro safeties, will soften the blow just a little. Hopefully just a little. Or not hopefully, but will probably soften the blow just a little for Kyrie, Day Jackson, Christian Bedford, and Cam Lewis. Um, Bills Mafia here with a comment. Um, Bills might actually run the ball with Dorsey, which is a good thing in my opinion. Peter, this goes back to the O.J. Howard thing we talked about earlier. Having two yeah. tight ends on the field gives you more of an option to run. Once he gets released, I'm thinking it's more of a passing attack. I knew it was a passing attack already, yeah. right? But I think it's even more of a passing attack. James Cook's yards is going to come in the receiving game. I agree. I agree. It, I it, they, it may I, come in the running game if the Bills are up by 40, and that's when you're going to see guys like Balen Spector play. And hopefully that's what happens, right, is these rookies get field time because the Bills are up by so many points. And I still do think the Bills will run the ball and try to be effective running. I think that's more of a different. They're never going to be 20 to 30 carries a game per running back, per, no per Devin Singletary. That's never going to happen, obviously, with Josh Allen. And that doesn't make sense to do that. But I hopefully, and I think the Bills will try to be, if the Bills can be an effective running team. That's the, There's a key word. If the Bills are an effective and efficient running team, it makes one offense be- better. It makes yep. Josh Allen's job 30,000 times easier. If the Bills can be a threat and an effective running team, not running the ball 30 times down team's throats, but averaging four, five yards a carry makes first, makes second and eight, second and four. You're, you're talking, different. you're talking about the running game. So I, I need to bring up a, a question yeah. that, that has been posed to me about Zach Moss. So the Bills keep Zach Moss on the roster. Four mm-hmm. running backs. Taiwan Jones. We're not going to count as a running back. He is a running back, but he plays special teams. Let's be yes, let's be a hundred a hundred on that. Won't get a running back snap this year. Zach Moss is a member of the team, a member of the fifty-three. Is he active more games this season than last season, or do you think he's still yes. going to be inactive quite a bit? I think he'll still be. I, I kind of I want to see. It's still kind of a wait in progress because you never know what the Bills do game in and game out. I like what Zach Moss brings to you in the goal line package. I really do. I think it just gives the Bills another bruiser at running back. One, maybe you don't have to throw James Cook in there or throw Devin Singletary there. It gives the Bills another option at running back. Like I said earlier in the show, I think the Bills, three running backs and Singletary, Moss, and Cook all have separate or all have different, obviously, roles and values that they bring to this offense. And Moss is the one, the goal line running back. So he'll be, I think... He'll be getting goal line touches, and he's a very good goal line running back. I don't think he's your every down running back. I think Singletary kind of shows you more of that, and I think James Cook can become that guy that actually gets carries, but at first I think he'll be a legit weapon out of the backfield, and the Bills will use him, which is something that we haven't had in a while, out of the backfield as a passing um, attack. So I'm excited for that, but I think Zach Moss can give you that bruising running back in the goal line, which won't get a ton of carries a day, a game. I think, he's still, I think he's still going to be inactive certain weeks I just think, because yeah, 100%, 100%. It, just because they need to go heavy at wide receiver one week or they need to go heavy on the game plan. Depends who exactly. they're playing. It, it's but, a game But when you're game a good – when I don't want to say good. When you're an above average NFL player, it doesn't matter who you play. You're going to be on the field. So what does that tell you about Zach Moss's future? It tells if you we're that, debating whether or not he's going to be active – it t- I think it tells you that they like James Cook and Devin Singletary better. And they, they draft like, they like Devin Singletary, Singletary, who may not be on the team after this season. True. 
Well, yeah, that is true. And that I've talked about that before. If Shadem and Singletary be resigned, we don't, we don't have to get down that rabbit hole. But uh, yeah, look, I think it shows that they value James Cook. And maybe they don't. You have, we have no idea. They value even, James Cook. They spent a draft pick on him. We, I, we, we I can agree. say that with confidence. I agree. But we don't know what they're going to use, how they're going to use James Cook. Especially next Thursday, they might have Zach Moss, Singletary, and Cook all three active. Maybe Zach Moss is inactive. It's a wait and see, and then you react. I think that's more of the avenue I kind of want to go on. But I do I agree with you, Curtis. Moss takes some goal line. Yeah, like Moss could be a goal line running back that the Bills have. And I think if the Bills wanted to use that and want to keep a, a game day roster spot or active roster spot with that, then it works. And the Bills and Zach Moss get some touches, and he, if he excels there, good for him. And he's just another weapon in the red zone or in the goal line package. So that Peter, could I'm, I'm out work. of the loop. Why, why is your name on here Dr. Z? I'm, I'm out of the loop on the nickname. That was given to me by Brian from Breaking Tables. You can go ask him why. That's my Brian, I know you're in the comments. Uh, let me know what, what's going on with Dr. Z. Is it saying DiBiase like super quickly? That that was the first thing that came to mind for me. Mm, like, I don't think so. I don't, well, I don't know. Izzy used to call me the millionaire. And then I think Brian called me the zillionaire. And then we went Dr. Z. I'm pretty sure, Brian, if I'm wrong, and Brian might have just, just dipped. So if Brian dips, then we're not going to know. But <laughs> That's all right. Um, curiosity, follow- curiosity killed the cat. It can take me too, Peter. It's all right. That is, that is too. Hodgins and obviously Blackshear both back to the practice squad. We don't have to break that down, but I don't know. This is something that I don't think has been talked about a ton. The kick returning and punt returning. We can end the show with a little bit of this. So on the Bills okay. official depth chart, the punt returner is Kalu Shakir. The kick okay. returner is Isaiah McKenzie, and they do have a backup kick returner on the Micah Hyde. No, James Cook. They don't have. A backup punt returner. Get that. Uh, Their backup punt returner is Micah Hyde because it's a Micah Hyde Micah, catches the ball, says fair catch, and doesn't do anything. That's the backup punt. He, he's also taken three back for touchdowns. Yes, I don't think the three Bills back. want him doing that though. Well, I don't think they do it. But they would love I, him. Hey. I don't think they want him taking the ball, like running with the ball. They don't want anything to do that. He's he's scored. He scored a couple of touchdowns in his day. Remember oh, 100%. He, Remember but the onside I like him at touchdown he returned against yes, Miami? Yes, yes, But I like him at safety better than him punting. But any how confident how confident you are, maybe the punt returns, kick returns with Shakir, because we haven't seen Shakir in a live in a real non-preseason game. Isaiah McKenzie was up and down as a kick returner. And up and I, down, really? Yeah. I think he was you you do you, you you think he was better than I'm saying or worse? Better. Really? Okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah. good. Maybe I think, I think he was I think okay. He gave, he gave the Bills good field position. Now, the problem the problem with both of these both of these situations that you're bringing up, kick return, punt return, it's all about the blocking. Really, like they're both fast, right? Khalil yeah. Shakir and Isaiah McKenzie are both fast. So as long as the blocks are good, I'm good because there's going to be no holding, no illegal block in the back. But that's where it comes up, right? I mean, it happened against Kansas City, I believe, last year with Andre Smith holding on a kick return that went for a touchdown. Tennessee. Tennessee. Against Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee. a game we lost. That Even worse. Andre Smith won't be here for the Tennessee game. So he can't I'm hold agreeing anymore. with spin. See, Peter? Now, now we're cursed. Now we're cursed. You don't want to agree I'm spin. going to agree with spin, that is a problem. But I'm okay with it. Like, 
I don't know. I, I don't want McKenzie back there if he's going to be your slot wide receiver. If he if he earned the number three spot, I don't want him back there all the time. Situationally, I think that's okay, but I, I would maybe rather have Shakir back there, rather have somebody who's not a primary piece. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I obviously understand. don't want to don't want to suffer any injuries over uh over a three yard punt return or a four yard you know kickoff return yes, getting to yes. the 23 instead of the 25 so yes it's and all right i'm iffy on it yes one wolf cook did return a few kicks in preseason he did in college he's listed as the backup kick returner to isaiah mckenzie so but there is two kick returners yes usually there's one far off uh yes in the end zone and one closer to the front of the end zone and sometimes the guy in the front will receive it so yeah they can both they can both play the ball yeah and it's a it's a a little bit of a wait and see with the special teams mainly the obviously the punt returning and the kick returning Shakir kind of looked pretty solid as a punt returner and I'm because ex- he might not get a ton of right away offensive snaps I think he should but the Bills might not give it right away they like Crowder they like McKenzie and We'll see what they use. They won't give anything away. They're they're very secretive about their plan. Oh, 100%. Spins, glad we got a solid punter. punter, And no, there are no more questions about the roster. Yep. Plain old football. That starts next Thursday. Thursday night football. So we're all stoked about that. Eight days. Eight days until a game that matters, Peter. Eight days. So, Dan, what what, what will you be doing for – we'll end the show. What will you be doing for – because I won't be able to talk to you. Until I don't know when, but before the you game, you got my it, number. Yes, face to face on the Buffalo Blitz, and I appreciate everyone tuning in. Oh, what will you be doing Thursday night football? Where, like, what do you, what do you do? What, do you, what is your game day or next week game day look for you in LA? So, so thing, things are still up in the air for me right now regarding what's going on with Built in Buffalo. So I can't, I can't release information nor not release information on what's going on. But I will tell you, I'm watching the game. I'm going to have some some friends over, going to be chowing down, going to be having a taco night here at the Kelly the Kelly household. But, Peter, I, I have a question for you about yes. next week's game. What's up? That coin's going to be tossed in the air. The Bills are going to call it heads or tails. You win the toss. You want the ball or do you want a kick? I'm kicking. Why? I have no idea. I just thought of it. Um, I'm kicking. I'm getting a stop. I'm getting a stop, and I'm I'm, make, I'm making an emphasis right away. I'm getting a stop, and we're getting the ball back around midfield. You don't want to see Josh Allen right away? Oh, I do, but I want to see Josh Allen two minutes into the game at midfield. That's what I want to see. Look, I might all be right, overconfident. All right. but hey, I, I, hey, get a stop, get a over, stop and, score and put them in the mouth. That's what you got to do. Overconfidence is the name of the game, Peter. I'm, I'm all for that. You know, if you can't love yourself, how can you love others? So Dan, the built and Buffalo, a little mystery there with the built and Buffalo thing. I'm not going to ask you why, but maybe I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when when we're off. I'll ask you when we're off air because that was very curious. But like everyone said, I appreciate everyone that came in for the Buffalo Blitz. Um, I appreciate the 16 or maybe it was 15.99. Thanks, Izzy, for reminding me. <laughs> 16 dollars of super chats. That is awesome. And if you guys want everyone to do a super chat, your comment will come up. But I try to get to every comment. So you really don't have to worry about super chats. But super chats are awesome. But Dan, but people don't know you, which I don't know how they don't. Where oh, can they, they, they don't you? know me. They don't know me. They must be living under a rock. You guys can find me on Twitter at the real Dan Kelly. Conflict of interest goes live every Tuesday, 8.45 p.m. A new time. Lone Wolves there, spins there. They both aren't great people, but I love them anyway. Um, <laughs> that's all I got, man. 
been a long day. <laughs> guys, make sure you guys follow everyone or follow Built and Buffalo on Facebook, on YouTube, and Twitter, builtinbuffalonews.com. Make sure you check out the Instagram. And Buffalo Blitz will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. sharp, breaking down or previewing the Thursday night game, which will be the next night. So we'll be we'll be breaking down the day before the game, the Rams. I'm supposed to have Ryan Talbot on. Let's hope the scheduling works out with everything with Ryan Talbot. And if not, then I'll piggyback and do uh, – I'll get someone else. But, yes, Ryan. hopefully Ryan Talbot can make his time, and that would be awesome because you, I know you guys have a ton of questions for him. And he, who's not a, a great person to ask right before the start of the season? A Bills beat reporter. So I think Ryan Talbot will be perfect. Hopefully we make it work next week. But if not, you'll still see me next Wednesday. Uh, this is the Buffalo Blitz. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter. I appreciate you, Bill. Thanks. Great show. I appreciate it, man. Daniel, go Bills. As always, guys. Leave I'm- us a go Bills before you go. You guys know the deal. Keep, you- keep them sending. Every, everybody that's been watching and that hasn't been commenting, we appreciate your viewership. Leave yeah. us a go Bills. We want to see some more names in those comments before we get off here. And make sure and Bill and Buffalo's coming in. Appreciate everyone. Appreciate Dave coming in. Appreciate Dominique with That's the That's just Izzy on the Built in Buffalo channel. <laughs> Don't let it fool you. Izzy, appreciate super chats. Izzy dropped a couple dollars. That's not the end of the world. It is Izzy. Thank you, Izzy. Okay. I love how YouTube and Facebook does it do it the same. That's weird. It comes at the same time. Okay. Eh. It's just on two different counts. Um possibly. And go bye, Dan. You're gonna go away in a couple of minutes. We're both gonna go away, but next week, and Dan is gone. Um, let's add Dan back. Ah, man, my guys, disappearing I'll... act was ruined. I forgot to mention this in the beginning of the show, but if you guys missed the live show, you can always watch it on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can rewatch it. But if you prefer the podcast version, it'll come out tomorrow morning on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you get your audio podcast at Built and Buffalo Podcast Network. Until next week, I'm Peter DiBiase. He was Dan Kelly. We'll be back next week with the Buffalo Blitz breaking down one day away from the Bills opener. As always, 